Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? You need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing. And anything you need printed, that's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is episode 65, and we're sitting down here with Derek Robinson. He's a former owner of uh, CrossFit Wilco here in town, and he has been CrossFitting for over 10 years, former regional athlete, all-around CrossFit stud. And uh, he is here um, to talk about a few things. One, you know, we'll start out getting your story, but we're also going to talk about this amazing thing that happens yearly here in Nashville, uh, row for a reason, um, that I've gotten to do last year for the first time, and then I'm planning on doing it this year. We have a team that's registered and super excited about it. so we'll talk more about that after the break. But uh, first, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. I've, uh, I've seen you around a lot, um, be, being around town and, and in the CrossFit world. Um, so I'm super actually glad that you're here on the episode to hear kind of your story because I see your Instagram game and stuff, and it's pretty... It's pretty legit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm kind of kind of jealous of your Instagram game and who you get to hang out with and all that kind of stuff. Just because, not necessarily because who they are, but like the amazing stories that they have. Sure. Um, I'm always like, oh, I'd love to hear that story. You know, it's, it's funny. Like growing up in Nashville, I, I've never been like starstruck kind of mm-hmm. guy. So like, I see people, I'm like, oh, cool. Like. I'd like to hear your story. Like, I, I don't, I don't really want to like shine. You don't your want a fanboy. You just, yeah, wanna, yeah, yeah. I don't need to touch you, but I would like to hear your story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're on today um, and here to tell us uh, about kind of how, how you've got kind of involved in the sport, but also you know are where you are today in, sure. in the whole thing. So where did it all begin in your athletic stuff? Well, for me, growing up, you know, I'm a kid of the '80s, so like my heroes from TV and comic books was Arnold and He Man and GI Joe and Rambo and things like that. So I've always been fascinated with muscles and working out. So yeah. my mom's got pictures of me at five years old flexing like I'm Mr. Olympia. And so I've always <laughs> been into awesome. it, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, fast forward through that. I played uh, football in high school and in college, a little bit after college. Obviously, weight training was huge for mm-hmm. me there, trying to get as big and as strong as I could. You know, fast forward about another six or seven years past that. I was 28 years old. I, you know, retired from football, was done chasing that dream. I had two ACL surgeries at that point. Um, oh, geez. So I was like, what do I do now, right? So Now, is but, that from injury while you're playing or, or While I was use? playing. Okay. Playing. You know, I think it's, you know, it's cumulative, the wear and tear, and even sure. what I deal with today is all from that plus the CrossFit for the last 10 years. So it's mm-hmm. not football's fault. It's not CrossFit's fault. 
it's just wear and tear on my body. I'm taking the wrong step in one direction and your ACL pops. Yeah, sure. You know, it happens to millions of kids and athletes a year. But uh, getting into CrossFit, I had a buddy from college, Tony Steele and I were back in Cincinnati where we grew up. And he was like, man, let's try this 300 workout from the movie 300, right? (laughs) So that was my first introduction to functional fitness. Yeah. That led into doing Fran in about nine minutes and dying. And I was hooked ever since. That's funny. There was somebody else that was talking about that workout, Mm -hmm. getting getting them into it. I, I don't remember who it was, but... All I can think about is yelling Sparta at the top of your lungs oh. and going after it is all. And looking at it now, it's not that hard, right? Yeah. If you've been CrossFitting for uh-huh. a while and you've built up that capacity, like it's not, I mean, it's 25 of this, 25 of that, 50, 50, blah, 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 up to 300, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing that would crush you today. But back then when you were used to doing, you know, curls on Tuesdays and maybe legs every other week, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just crushed you. So Yeah, hitting the buys and tries it. and then <laughs> all yep. of a sudden doing. Yeah, I think that that transition is, is really what, um, people find intriguing. Like, mm-hmm. like when I have friends that come and try out CrossFit, they're like, oh, you know, I've been working out. I've been doing the, the it's like CrossFit things, yeah. you know? And I'm like, I oh, why don't you just come try out a mm-hmm. class with me? And then they're laying on the floor afterwards going, yeah, we don't do like that. Here. No, I mean, a fit looking dude, gal, whoever can walk into a CrossFit gym for the first time. You're like, wow, this person's going to crush it. And if mm-hmm. they've never trained like that, it's totally different. Yeah. I mean, because even you look at some of the best CrossFit athletes that are out there now, they're not Greek gods, right? Yeah. Some of them are. Don't get me wrong. Right. But <laughs> some of them don't look like they'd be intimidating in the gym mm-hmm. and they will clean the floor with you. Yeah. In the sport of CrossFit and weightlifting, whatever they want to do. You know, it's just the capacity built through this is better than anything. Well, like Vellner always talks about that, right? Like, mm-hmm. like he's the most everyday person or looking person that yeah. he talks about. He's like, you know, you you don't, you know, I wouldn't do CrossFit if you yeah. saw me on the street. You, Same thing with Ben Smith, right? If you see yeah. him in a bar, he's not going to be the guy you're like, hey, don't mess with that guy. Right, right. <laughs> but he walks in here and starts doing double unders and muscle ups. You're like, oh boy, I'm in trouble. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I, you know, and I'm of course on the opposite realm of that. Like people look at me and go, "Oh, well, I'm sure that you can't do much." And I'm like, "Let's go work out," mm-hmm. you know. And they're like, "Okay, that, I, I retract that statement." For sure. You know, not that I'm in peak physical form, but I'm better than I look. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Which that bar is not set too high when you see me, but um, but that's cool. And so you. Uh, how, so what year was that? What year was that when you did the 300 and you did, did 2008? Okay. So. 2008, I guess 2009, I moved to Tennessee from Cincinnati and joined CrossFit Knoxville. So that was my first affiliate experience. Oh, neat. Okay. Um, Grew through that, ended up moving to Nashville for my wife's job a couple years later, Mm -hmm. and then in 2011 decided to try to compete in CrossFit. And I was fortunate to make regionals that first year. I finished, I think, 19th that year. So that was back when they took 60. And there was like 26,000 total in the open that signed uh-huh. up. You know, now yeah. we're in the hundreds of thousands. So, the, right. you know, it was a smaller pool back then. But, you know, that's when Rich really came of age and uh-huh. the Dan Baileys and the Graham Holmbergs. I mean, you look at that old central regional, which central east, and now it's all gone. But it's for men was by far the hardest region out there. So yeah. that was my games every year. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I wanted to make the game. Sure, I still would like to. But. That was like, hey, man, I'm on the floor with these guys. You know, I've gotten to know them over the years. And, you know, that was fun Yeah, for a few years, for sure. That's really cool. So where did you work out here in Nashville? So I started at CrossFit Middle Tennessee. Okay. Did that for about 18 months. And then with my work and some things that had gone on, I decided to go to the garage. And that's kind of like where the whole nomad thing came from. Uh, so yeah. I just traveled around uh, from buddy's gym to buddy's gym when I was traveling for work. And then I primarily just worked out in my garage by myself. Mm-hmm. 
and I was lucky enough to make regionals again in 12 and 13 by training by myself. So That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you, you didn't have a training partner or anybody? No, not really. I mean, I trained a lot with guys, like when I would go to Cookville and train with the Mayhem crew once uh-huh. or twice a week. So, I mean, I had people to train with. Oh, okay. But primarily, I was at least 50% of the time was by myself, just in the garage yeah. working. Yeah, that's so impressive. So was that a inner desire that you just had within you to be – at that level and you knew what you had to do to get there or was like, what, what was your drive during that time? Do you remember? So I, I'm very intrinsically motivated. Like I don't uh-huh. need a big group. I don't need someone to say, Hey, you need to go and do this. Like, no, I'm, I know what I need to do. Okay. And I've just had a desire to succeed, whether it's fitness, my career, whatever. I just have this, like, I've always had a chip on my shoulder and I've used that to drive me from football to now my career, CrossFit, whatever uh-huh. it should be. Oh, that's really neat. Okay. So you move back to Nashville. You start making regionals mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, for three years. <laughs> for three years. Before the wheels fell off. That's still awesome, though. And so after the three years of experience, like what, what, it, what made you or was, was there something that happened that, that limited you from continuing to pursue that? Or so after you... the 13 season, I finished 27th that year. The pool was getting better. Athletes were getting younger and mm-hmm. fitter, and I was already 33 at that point. Um, I'd got Lyme disease, so I traveled oh. to the Northeast for work, apparently got bit by a tick. I mean, I was sick as a dog for like yeah. two weeks. I thought, like, okay, this is it. I'm dying. Finally, the doctor checked for ticks, and mm-hmm. I had uh, chronic Lyme disease. So I wow. went through that, and then kind of getting over that, and then I blew my knee out. So that was uh. the third knee surgery at that point. So... So was that an, was that an ACL again, or yeah, it was an ACL. I had ACL microfracture and uh, some cartilage removed. Goodness, yeah, golly, that's a lot. Well, and then so that was your your uh, indication that maybe you need to take it easier. Yeah, yeah. well, it should have been right. Okay. It so was not. <laughs> it was not. So I continued to train like I was still trying to be a regional athlete. <laughs> Unfortunately, I never got back there. But you know, once it's in you, it's in you. Yeah. You know, no, I don't train six hours a day. I don't train multiple sessions a day. Mm-hmm. But for 90 minutes a day, I train as hard as I possibly can. Still today, huh? Still today, yeah. And you're back predominantly back in your garage? Uh, yeah, so I'm at Wilco when I'm in town, but I'm on the road 100-plus days a year for work. So wow. I'm either in a local affiliate, a local box that I can find, or somebody mm-hmm. that I know, or I just get after it in a local L.A. fitness or a hotel mm-hmm. gym if I have to. Did you get any weird looks there? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, doing dumbbell snatches and toes to bar and uh-huh. stuff like that in a Globo gym. Usually they look at you like you're crazy, but... Yeah, you're, you're in one of those, uh, like, pull-up corner rack things doing toes to bar kind yep, of with, deal? with yeah. the soft uh, angled handles and uh-huh. stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, that's great. You, you that's still great. make it work. So, okay, so all your travels, mm-hmm. favorite box you've ever visited? The favorite gym I've ever For, gone okay, to. In two categories, two different ones, okay? okay? One is facility-wise... What, what, which gym have you been into that you were like, this hands-down facility, CrossFit, is, is amazing? And two of your favorite ones you ever visited? Well, clearly Mayhem yeah. is awesome just because of the close proximity to us and all that they have. So that's they an have easy all the answer. Things. They yeah. have all the things. Um, second one I would say that I really like, I really like Verve in Colorado. I okay. go there a lot for work. They've got really good open gym times. Mm-hmm. So I can get in there and usually get some stuff done. Most unique gym that I've probably been to, unique because it's so hot, is CrossFit Miami Beach. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Like super cool box. You know, they've still got the old Reebok style shipping containers mm-hmm. outside and mm-hmm. all that. But the humidity is like 9,000. Oh, wow. So yeah. you just sweat it out and get in there. I mean, there's not a lot of warm-up needed to get ready to no, go. No, no, I wouldn't imagine. That's really cool. Okay. So have you been to many out, um, like out west? Have you yes, been I've way? been um, douche gym probably around yeah. to get outside of the, the CrossFit vibe. Mm-hmm. I think they've got the best vibe in the country. Yeah. You know, you go in there and they've got three or four different classes going, maximized in a pretty small space when you think about it. All at it. one time. All at one time. Yeah. You know, they've got strength classes, strongman classes, speed development, like a full lineup mm-hmm. of what a true training facility is. Yeah. You know, right in the middle of Venice, California. That's cool. cool. I didn't realize they did everything. Like, they would have classes that overlapped yeah. like that. Like, I, I've seen them online and checked them out on Instagram. I've, I've followed them and, and enjoyed seeing what they what they put out. Mm-hmm. And, um but I, I've never, I've never been there. I don't, I don't, I don't. No one ever wants me to go anywhere. Um, but <laughs> you should, if you're ever on the West Coast, I would highly suggest that one. For yeah, sure. yeah. I have to make, I have to make an appearance. Um, but yeah, that was one of the ones that I follow closely. Like some of them, I, I find online, and I, and I, I'm intrigued by them more than others. Sure, because of of what they put out. Not necessarily content in terms of like. Um, the most intellectual, you know, mm-hmm. this muscle development technique is going to yeah. be, but it's, it's hot. What they highlight, what they choose to post about, mm-hmm. um, tells a lot to me about the gym itself. Exactly. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, top five CrossFit, you know, athletes on their Instagram page. It's mm-hmm. the people that are actually there, the people putting in the work and the people that they're changing their life. Right. Yeah. And that yeah. to me is what's the most interesting. Like I can, Google Rich Froning and watch Rich Froning videos, right? But sure. to see somebody that's a 45-year-old accountant that's in there just killing it, and he looks like he's 25 because he's got in mm-hmm. such good shape, I mean, that's what's inspiring about the sport of CrossFit side Absolutely. and just CrossFit, right? Yeah. The the meat and potatoes of the CrossFit, the methodology, is what it does to people, mm-hmm. and that's what's cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. It's why I love the, the sport, the everything methodology of it the uh the whole idea and intent of it i, mm-hmm. I love explaining it to uh like old ladies and stuff at church will be like so you, you know you do the the crossfit i've heard about that mm-hmm. and like that's that's crazy stuff like they they do some wild things yeah. and i'm like no nah, i mean it, it's really not and they're like well what's it about and i've said well it, it's for when i'm your age like i want to survive a fall yeah um, and, and I want to be able to get up off the ground if I end up on the ground. Yeah. And they're like, oh. And I said, yeah, I actually, you know, one of the classes that I get to coach, like I have 70 and 80-year-olds in it. Mm-hmm. And they're killing it. And, I, and I'm like, I would, I would love to be like them when I grow up. And that, that's why we do that. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, well, I might want to check that out. I was mm-hmm. like, you totally should. Yeah. Like, look around close to you. See if you can find some place that you can get to or you can be taken to. Um because it's it's well worth it. The whole idea is that that you're going to have some longevity in your life in, in a healthy and you know bone density increases your mm-hmm. your muscle mass increases all the things you need if, to survive life. Like it's it's great and man to see their their face turn around of just going y'all do crazy things too. Well, I'm I'd I'd like to live longer mm-hmm. and healthier and and I'd like to be able to survive life. And I think that's what. You know, CrossFit HQ is trying to draw that line, right? Because most people see the games or the Annie Thor's daughters, the people like that, right? And they think that's what it is. And while we love that and Mm -hmm. millions of people out there do love that, that's not the health side of it, right? Right. You know, because, you know, 
it's not a long enough sample size to know like what are they really going to feel like when they're in their 60s mm-hmm. right Absolutely. the volume of training and what they've done to their body i mean i know when i'm in my 60s i'm going to feel like hell yeah. and my knees feel like that now <laughs> right and i'm 30 sure. i'm gonna be 39 next week so at 39 so 21 more years yeah. what are my knees hopefully technology and everything will be able to fix it by then but we'll see what happens you know with modern science yeah, yeah just shoot some nanomites in there totally. they'll go in there and eat up all that cartilage and all that yeah. uh arthritis and make it new again there you go Uh, you know there's hope for the future there (laughs) that's fantastic um well what else about your your experience what what keeps you going nowadays in crossfit like what's your motivator now is it just the habit now and it's a habit and it's just a passion you know like i love the feeling of i mean i did 19 one so i had acl surgery again 13 weeks ago oh gosh so i just did 19 one yesterday just i'm like new legs new like legs, lieutenant dan sure. yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> you know and i'm gagging getting off the rower and like i'm addicted to that right? yeah like that's a high for me yeah you know like i'm sure like what some people have other problems with like this is my drug yeah like the feeling of working out training i like being big and strong mm-hmm. you know i like to go into a crossfit gym and people count me out like all oh, this big dude can't do muscle ups and then i do 30 faster than they can right? yeah like that to me is my drug for sure yeah yeah that's pretty incredible yeah i do like that well um so what any anything else about your your journey now where are you where are you hoping to like where are you going now with your fitness journey where are you so my fitness journey now is to just stay big and strong and try to get healthier with my knees, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like, I've I've wanted to squat 600 for a couple of years, and I hit oh, 570 wow. pretty mm-hmm. easily last year, and I thought I was on pace for it. Yeah. And then doing double-unders, getting ready for the Granite Games last year, I uh-huh. popped my ACL again. Oh, geez. So safe to say I'm done with double-unders for the rest of my life. I'll never do them. Really? Um, but now I've got two young girls, six and four. It's really just showing them an example of staying fit and healthy. Um, You know, they notice muscles now. They see, like, the rock and his biceps when he flexes (laughs) in Jumanji. So I hope it's a positive example for them that, like, it's okay to be a strong man in today's society. A lot of it gets demonized anymore, but, no, it's okay. Mm -hmm. We can be big and strong, and we can go out there and still be loving fathers and take care of our girls. So Well, and they can be, too. You know, they they don't don't have to be – easily take advantage of or, yep. or weak you know mm-hmm. they can be strong do they do any um like crossfit kids class or do they work out with you in the gym any? so they work out with me in the gym they're not yeah. old enough uh, our six-year-old i think because we just got brand x at crossfit wilco so i think okay. she could start this year at six but yeah they just go out in the garage with me now our youngest That's is cool. four yeah they go out there with their wad toy set and i put up the kids pull up bar on the <laughs> yes. rack and, and you know they do it i mean we did one day it was um hundred meter on the rower mm-hmm. while her sister was doing burpees until and they would switch for five oh, rounds geez. each and it was yeah. like yeah i mean they get out there they don't complain they do it and, and they loved it they loved it oh, it was time cool. with dad which is cool too. yeah 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 kids love the rower mm-hmm. i've noticed that you know, mine always get out here and they're they're grabbing my rower and, and rowing on it and have no idea what they're doing and they like the ghd too that's very attractive yeah, to them too for, for whatever reason yeah <laughs> the c2 bike has been their new favorite because even mm-hmm. though they're not tall enough to be able to sit on the seat they can mm-hmm. at least stand on the pedals and get them to spin because with the assault bike with yeah. the handles they can't do it nope. right they get, they get on that c2 up. bike and oh they got their shins all smashed but hey they're yeah. out there and they're doing it so. that's cool yeah i do like that c2 bike i wish I do too. concept two would send me some things um they're not going to but but it's so smooth you can buy one through row for a reason. I have one. It's right over there. Oh, true. Um, <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, I did their uh, – I got that 
during the holiday challenge, mm-hmm. they had 200,000 meters oh, yeah. from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And I was like, I do not want to row all that or ski all that. So yeah. I ended up getting one of those um, to, to kind of supplement. Because at the end of the day, I'll just sit on that thing and watch a TV show and, sure. and ride. And, and it was great. I loved it. Um, so, well, awesome. We'll take a little break here and then uh, come right back and talk about row for a reason. Awesome. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. No, sorry, you're saying about social media? No, it's just like you go down this rabbit hole, right? It's yeah. everybody's highlight video. Mm-hmm. So when you see somebody post a fail or a miss or talk about their struggles, like to me, I would much you know, have greater respect for people if they did more of that. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you know, like, Hey, I missed every snatch today above 80%. Yeah. So did I, mm-hmm. you know, I, mean, I bet <laughs> a lot of people would say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when you just post and oh, look at me, I hit 300 pounds today on my snatch. Like, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know. Yeah. I, I'm much more into what the percentage is for the day mm-hmm. more than like lifetime yeah. <laughs> these days. Yeah. Like I will, I will work up to what feels like I'm using 80% for that day. It may mm-hmm. not be the numbers that yeah. is there, but, but I can, I can register that, that feeling yeah. of what it is. Cause my body, I've learned changes so much yeah. on a daily or weekly or monthly basis that, um, I have to, I have to play to, to that. I've gone to programming the day of, yeah. Like coming through this knee surgery and not really knowing how I'm going to feel or whatever. Like yesterday doing 19.1, clearly I would not plan on doing anything with my legs today or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but I'll literally, whether it's at Wilco, at a hotel gym, or even just going to like FAC to get something in, mm-hmm. I have no plan. I okay. go in there, I'll look around the room, I'll think about like... I'll know if I got a body part I want to focus on, like a chest day and, sure. you know, maybe some rowing with some handstand push-up, kind of a Metcon. But, like, I'll go in there, I'll just figure it out. Yeah. You know, and to me, it allows me to not stress about what I'm going to do because I'm not training for anything other than just me, right? Yeah, I'm Just yeah. training Life. to train. Yeah. So I don't need a, you know, a coach. I don't need a template that's drawn out for 12 weeks. Mm. You know, now if I did a strongman competition or a fundraiser coming up, like I probably should start rowing more for, for a reason. <laughs> but, you know, right now it really doesn't matter. Right? Are you going to do it on your own or are you doing? Team. Team, okay. We're undefeated since it started, so I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, I thought uh, I remembered your uh, crew. I feel like I feel like you kind of... Uh, uh, ha- have some major players on your team over there, if I recall. Well, we've got uh, the Belleville brothers, Josh and Rob, um, two of the other owners of Wilco, and then Dex Hopkins mm-hmm. of CrossFit Maximus, formerly CrossFit Maximus fame. He's no longer with them. Yeah. He's just on his own. But uh, we did really well last year. We held under 130 for the full marathon. That's awesome. I, I knew there was another group of people that I know um, from a certain certain other gym that's close by that was – it felt like they were trying to hang with you. Yeah, it's pretty close. Um, 
um, couple couple owners that I know. Of. Well, I've made a bet <laughs> to anybody that oh. can come and beat us. Uh-huh. I'll donate five hundred dollars to the charity in their name. Is that why? Is that widely known? I've told a lot of people. Yeah. Huh. huh. Well, hopefully, more people will hear this and try to take a shot at the title. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what is the the title for overall time finish? Oh, I think we were like two twenty three or something like that last year. Two hours twenty three minutes. Okay. Huh. All right. Give you know hashtag goals for life. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're talking about row for a reason, and uh, and the the kind of back game that happens mm-hmm. <laughs> in the midst of it. Um, but so row for a reason is a fundraiser. It is. Yep. Um, and and what. What? How did this thing all start? Like, because all of a sudden you'll have over a hundred people. You were saying earlier mm-hmm. that will show up to row a marathon or a half marathon yep. um, for funsies for funsies um, and yep. to raise money. Like, yeah, I mean, you might get a small gift basket if you win, but this is not a competition. You're not winning money. You're not taking home big prizes. Yeah. Literally, every dollar raised from registration, ticket sales, or donations goes directly to the charity, which is Gigi's Playhouse. Yeah, it's an achievement center for Down syndrome. And where where is it located? They're in Nashville. Well, yeah. they have a national uh, presence, but there's a local chapter, and then we host the event this year at CrossFit East Nashville. Okay. And that happened last year because of a originally rain, but turned yeah. into snow. Yeah, issue. so this will be year five. Yeah. Uh, first two years was at CrossFit on the end, which was really cool. We had great yeah, weather. Yeah. It was right out in the parking lot on West End Avenue. People like turned in to see what was going on. There's you know a couple hundred people outside rowing. Uh, third year we had it at Centennial Park, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Again, blessed with very good weather, sunny, 65 degrees. Got started early, and it was awesome. The Parthenon's in the background. Yeah, it was really cool. cool. Mm-hmm. So we planned on that for year four. Well, then it was supposed to rain, and then ended up sleet and snow, which is we never get here in Nashville. Oh, it's so, so crazy. So luckily, CrossFit East Nashville was able to bring us in. They've got over 16,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it costs $1,000 for a park permit. So we thought this year, like, hey, why risk $1,000? It could go oh, to yeah. charity, uh-huh. and let's just have it at East Nashville again. And they were gracious enough to Oh, that's great. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, an extra $1,000 yeah. going to charity is fantastic. Yep. Um, and that place is so so huge. Um, it's good. It's a good place to host. Oh, it's, too. it's yeah. a sweet setup. They got a good spot. Um, so, what what got you connected with the whole Gigi's Playhouse and everything? Like, like wh- why is that a thing for you? So, five years ago, I guess that's coming off of the what twenty thirteen CrossFit Games. They rode the half marathon as mm-hmm. one of the events. And I posted on Facebook, like, hey, does anybody want to get together next Saturday and row this half marathon? Because I thought, well, I really don't want to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, 30 people immediately were like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> okay, I guess we're going to do this thing. Well, one yeah. of the guys that helped us initially, a guy named J.D. Hartwig and then a girl named Lauren Atkinson, mm-hmm. were like, we should just do it for charity, you know, for fun, you know, charge 20 bucks or do whatever. Yeah. So it ended up, I think it was like 70 rowers showed up. Wow. And we raised $7,000. Mm-hmm. And the Gigi's part came in. One of my clients, who've become a really dear friend over the last five years, um, we were at a, a walk. We were talking about mm-hmm. you know, needs to be more, <laughs> more things in fitness. We yeah. were at a charity walk I knew nothing about. One of my wife's friends invited us, and it was for Gigi's and Down syndrome. So didn't know anybody. We just took our girls to do it. We're going to mm-hmm. walk a mile on a track. And I look over, and there's uh, Dave Sefton and his family. 
I'm like, hey, what's going on? And, you know, you guys here to raise money? He's like, oh, we have a son with Downs. Yeah. So his son, AJ, really was the inspiration for who we were going to give the money to. Oh, that's cool. So as we were, like, talking about, okay, where are we going to give the money if we raise any? Because we didn't know where we were going to be at that point. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, what about Gigi's? Nobody knew anything about it. I was like, trust me, I think it would be cool. Yeah. And, you know, row for reason is great. You know, we'll do twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 for them, which is awesome. Yeah. But what Lauren has been able to do, she now trains many of the athletes from GG's in oh, CrossFit. That's cool. Yeah. So she's taking it to a whole new level. Like this is the fundraising arm of it. She's mm-hmm. doing like the real work in the field with the athletes, which is awesome to see. Yeah. That's so neat. Yeah. Last year, I mean, you're kind of not selling the prize. There was like a lot of prizes, like door prizes, not like, yeah. you know, like you're not taking home like a Corvette, but like, no, but like, I, you know, I just remember a lot of like door prizes being handed out. Cause I was actually running out the door last year. Cause, uh, my girls had a Girl Scout thing at, uh, what was it? Something at T-Pac. Something was playing yeah. in like the Girl Scouts. Were there. I was like, I'll meet you there. Yeah. And then I sat, I remember sitting in that chair at T-Pac and slowly my legs just tightening up the mm-hmm. entire time. Yeah. I, was there. Yeah. I was like, I regret yeah, this it'll, it'll creep up on you. It's a long time to sit on a rower. <laughs> it was. Now, I've been very fortunate, you know, in the 10 years that I've been doing CrossFit to meet a lot of really cool people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, with Rich Froning, he donates, you know, signed memorabilia, books, movies things like that yeah um chuck rumbly who owns high temp rubber donates plates every year so Mm -hmm. people can win plates because that's one of the big i mean registration is probably the number one way we raise money for the charity but number two is raffle ticket sales Mm -hmm. 10 bucks you got a chance to win plates bars you know we had shoes from strike movement last year romwad memberships Mm -hmm. we had beyond the whiteboard memberships pro vita locally there's some local stuff that gets involved too so it's just been i never thought it would go from a facebook post to a yearly event where several hundred people come together with over a hundred concept two rowers all humming at the same time. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, I, I love how even noticing last year, I thought it was I thought it was silly if I'm going to be honest that you're like, and you could just buy a rower mm-hmm. and we'll have it there for you. And I was like, yeah. that's ridiculous. Who's going to buy a rower? They show up yeah. and, get it. and then I showed up and I saw all these brand new rowers. And yeah, I was like, holy cow, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, you know, CrossFit's a very affluent community, so people have <laughs> yeah. a lot of disposable income. So when you know, if you can save eighty bucks, hundred bucks on a rower, people were jumping all over it. So, yeah, I mean, you see them on the buy sell trade pages all the time. Mm-hmm. Use for seven hundred. Oh yeah, so you can buy a brand new one for eight through the charity help the charity out a little bit and get you a brand new rower it's pretty awesome it's pretty awesome yeah there was a there was a group that i work out with that that showed up and they're like yep this is our rower brand new rower i was like mm-hmm. dang that's nice i want to can i trade rowers now? yeah let me, let me put some miles on that for you yeah. um but it yeah it's great and so 30 people started out your first year mm-hmm. of just you know who wants to do this and, and now it grows to, to this many people, so many people, because because that 100 and something is not just people. That's teams and everything like that. That's yep. a rower. Right? Yeah. So right? like the first year we did, you could do the half by yourself or a half team marathon. Okay. And people want to go a little longer. And we mm-hmm. thought, you know, because we made a four hour cap. We thought, well, you can do a full with a team yeah. within four hours. So now you can do still the half by yourself. You can do a half on a team. Mm-hmm. You can do a half, or I'm sorry, a full as a team. Now this year we're going to do a full skier and then a hundred k bike divisions yeah. too. So yeah, I saw that. Are you, have you had many people register for that? I think uh, Trey from H Dub and his crew are going to do the hundred k on the bike, or maybe the they maybe they're going to do the ski. But okay. you know, at the end of the day, I don't care if somebody shows up with an assault bike. Right. You can get in right because it's all for money. <laughs> right, right. It's all so. for the charity. Um, man. Skiing would be 
the least attractive things. And I love I love skiing on the ski erg. Yeah. But that distance, like even the I don't know, man, maybe I've, I don't think I've done over a two k ski. Yeah. But like the 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 wear and tear on my arms sure. and shoulders by the yeah. end of that, that's that's going to be impressive. I would love to see somebody do a half even with a team yeah like that would be incredible to me i think Trey, i think they are doing the ski now that i think about wow. it so we'll see how they That's do awesome. see how they feel afterwards oh man i can't wait to go by and see how they'll he's doing. definitely have invisible lat syndrome we'll be, <laughs> be walking around with their lats all pumped up for sure <laughs> so their yep. arms are raising up oh man that would be fantastic so this will come out um, on Monday the 25th. Okay. The 25th people will be listening to this, which gives them um, quite a bit of time still to register. Sure. That's just a little over a month out, right? Yep. So on March 1st, registration goes up to 300 a team. Mm-hmm. So $60 a piece. Right now, I believe it's 240 Yeah. a team. So save a little bit of money, get in now, or if not, hey, just more money for the charity. Yeah. Uh, registration this year, you get the T-shirt as part of the registration, which last year you had to buy one, so mm-hmm. just a little more icing on the cake for the people coming in. Have some really cool prizes again. My family is going to donate a rower to the raffle. So oh, cool. it'll be a brand new uh, Concept 2 rower up for a wow. you know, $10 chance to get a rower, so hopefully that'll generate some more ticket yeah. sales. Um, yeah, I just invite everybody to come out. Even if you're not rowing, come out and see the amazing people from GG's and, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie free and his wife have brought uh, special Olympic athletes before yeah. to yeah. see the, those communities get embraced mm-hmm. to where sometimes I feel like they're underrepresented in the uh, fundraiser world to see them put on a pedestal and let them shine. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. very rewarding. Yeah. It, it's a very cool thing. And there's so much going on besides just people sitting around rowing. Oh, there's, there's banter you know? back and yeah. forth, you know, hopefully there'll be some CrossFit celebrities that show up this year. Um, you know, people will have a good time. Yeah. And you, and there's people, uh, like booth type people there, like yeah, barbell, voodoo, stuff, yeah, barbell voodoo will be there. Um, I remember some kind of IV thing last year. Yeah, that so scares uh, me for some yeah. reason. I feel like I'm doing drugs. Vita flow. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It yeah. just freaked me out, and I was like, "Is it? Is it okay? Like, what? What yeah. are you gonna do to me?" And they yeah. thought I was being funny. Am I gonna get drug tested? Yeah, right now? but like, I was like happening? super serious. I was just like, "I don't, I don't know about this. This yeah. doesn't feel good to me. I don't yeah. know." <laughs> and they're like, "Creepy guy, will you go away?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're hurting our sales here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're good. You know, they got the. You know, everybody thinks of those kind of services for like the hangover cures. Yeah. Right? People come to Nashville and party too hard and uh-huh. go get an IV, which I'm sure they do those things. But they've got, you know, vitamin drips, electrolyte drips, things like that for athletes for recovery. So it's yeah. definitely something else that people can look into. Yeah, it's definitely been a a, a big thing that seems to have surged lately, especially, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, one of the big things. Um, just a quicker response. It gets things to your system sure. quicker, yeah. basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's really neat. Well, anything else people need to know about the for reason? I I would say just as a person that's non biased about this, it just showed up one day and heard about his friends talk about it the year before, and then and then did it the next year. But like, it's a blast. Yeah, like it's a lot of fun, and, and of course, you know, like it, there's wear and tear on your backside from sitting and mm-hmm. rowing that long. I remember hand blisters and stuff being a part of it, uh, like just weird things like that that I didn't expect. Yep. Um, but it was an absolute blast. Yeah, I mean, it's more of a community event, mm-hmm. true fundraiser. Like, listen, I'm going to go hard. My team's going to go hard. And like I said, I'll give somebody $500 to the charity in their name if they beat our team to make it fun, right? Yeah. Let's put a little skin in the game and have some fun. 
but I don't care if it takes you three hours, 59 minutes and 59 seconds to finish, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you're there supporting the community, supporting the charity and having fun, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like I hate when people think competition, like, well, I, I, I don't want to compete. I don't want to, you know, no, that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. This is literally to come together and have fun, celebrate the amazing achievements of these athletes that we're raising money for and just get after it. You yeah. know, anybody can do it. Well, it's like, you know, for you CrossFitters, think of it like an AMRAP. Like, you go. you're going you're gonna to get what you put into it. You know, if you want it to be a casual, like, row, then mm-hmm. that can be your team. But if you want to compete with it, you can bring that, too, you know, and that's We okay. broke it up, and so, for ease of math, just say it's 42,000 meters for the full. There's yeah. 190 more than that. But for 42,000 meters, we broke it up, four-man team, 250s each. So, oh, think wow. about it. You do 42 250s at sub-130 pace. It's a good workout. Jeez. That's intense. With one to three rests. So the, the transitions didn't eat that much time for you guys. Mm-mm, it did. Those are quick transitions. Yeah, I mean it's literally out and in. Wow. We didn't mess with foot straps. You know, some somebody asked a comment like, "Well, we have room to work on foot straps and all that." Yeah, you probably will, but you really don't need to. Yeah, I keep even when I'm rowing by myself, I keep the straps loose enough that I can get in and out quick. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to make or break my AMRAPs or my four time workouts <laughs> if I, you know, shoot, I tighten those things down every oh, time really? I get in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not me. And then usually, like for nineteen point one, I was I was rowing, and I'm bad about like pulling the rower off the ground, mm-hmm. like when I row. And so, like after the first round. All of a sudden, I saw Nate and somebody else come over with 45-pound plates and put them on the front of the rower for me. Yeah, if I've done a 500 for time or a 1K for time, I'll usually have someone stand yeah. on the rower. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I guess get carried away. I get too excited. I don't, How'd you do on 19-1? Uh, not as good as I thought I would do. Um, at round four, everything sucked. Yeah. At, at, at round four, like, I was way ahead in time and i was like i'm not even halfway through this is gonna be awesome i'm gonna mm-hmm. beat eight rounds like this is great yeah but then it all just tanked and i was like i don't want to do crossfit anymore yeah. is there a way that i can quit and still save face like yeah and then i was starting to do i was going through my schedule and i was like when can i redo this and i couldn't find a good time so i just kept going until yeah. the end <laughs> yeah the wheels came off for me in the fifth round so i went unbroken through five yeah and on the fifth round of the row like i was like oh man yeah i'm, I'm, str- I'm like looking at the clock like oh my god i still got like seven minutes to go right because early happened. on i thought okay i'm gonna get nine ten rounds because i'm killing it yeah and then it just like nosedived uh-huh. i ended up uh what was it two calories short of nine full rounds oh wow so See, that's looking incredible. back on it, i watched the video back and like dropping the wall balls i mean there was plenty of time that i wasted you know yeah. like oh phew, maybe take a couple more seconds here i really didn't need to, to finish the last <laughs> four wall balls yeah. right but hey yeah, that's my I, fitness. I just yeah, I just died and d- hated life. Mm-hmm. Like which I can count on like one hand how many times this happened to me. And so it was super shocking for me just to be like I I want to quit. Is anybody watching me? Like yeah. is there any way I can lay down off this rower and anybody? <laughs> yeah, I was dry heaving. I mean, I, I that that was my max effort yeah. that I had. Yeah. Like there's no reduce for me. I mean, I'm not going to there's no reason to redo it. You know, maybe if somebody at the gym beats me that I don't want, maybe I'll have to do it again on Monday. But I I'm going to try to keep my one, uh, one rep. try to keep my ego in check and not yeah think about uh, think about my knee recovery more than beating somebody on some wall. Balls. Yeah, you got a thing to recover. Yeah, yeah. I just have pride to recover. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably going to do it again, probably tomorrow. Do it right now. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. I'm not. I'm not emotionally prepared for it right yeah. now. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so where do we find out for a row for a reason? 
So you can go to the Rofe Reason Instagram page, uh, link there. My Instagram is drob underscore nomad. The link is in there for all the information. Mm-hmm. Uh, the registration is in the bios all through Throwdowns. Uh, they host the yeah. site for us. So, yeah, just click on it. You can donate. Um, if you can't row or you can't be there in person, you can donate. If you're a business that wants to get involved, there's different levels of sponsorship, 250, mm-hmm. 500, 1,000, and 5,000. Um, you know, I just encourage anybody to just give whatever you can and know that every single dollar goes to the charity. Yeah. So everybody that helps me with it, everything that I do is either out of my own pocket or it's my time that I donate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all volunteer stuff, which is great. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fantastic. I, I would highly encourage if you're anywhere in the Nashville area, if you're not in the Nashville area and can donate, you know, you can do that online and it's, it's well worth your money, um, and effort to go do that, I, I think. And, um, Man, if you're in the Nashville area, you should just come do it. Mm-hmm. You know, just hands down. Get get some people at your box and be like, hey, let's just go row. All we got to do is just a little bit at a time. Yep. You don't worry about the end. Just yep. just, just worry about a little at a time. If you can do a, a thousand at a time or if you can do 200 at a time, whatever it is, you know, yep. just, just come and show up and do it. It's an absolute blast. It's a party um, with a bunch of rowers. There's plenty of air circulating through the oh, building yeah. because of all the rowers. <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure, yeah. Um, but it's fantastic. And if you have uh, any questions, feel free to reach out on the, on the IG there. On the IG, um, yeah. You can find out all the information you need. All right. Anything else they need to know? Get after it. Have fun with it. It's just fitness. Awesome. I appreciate you being on the podcast. All right, man. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.